Welcome to the Dreaming Big Podcast, where we talk about how to move from feeling stuck and stagnant in your life to accessing your dreams and passions. This is the place to make space for those big and often uncomfortable emotions without judgment or conditions so you can figure out what you want to be doing instead. I'm your host, Allison Gomez, licensed marriage and family therapist in California. Now, before we get started, this podcast is not to be a replacement for therapy, nor is meant to be used for mental health, medical, or psychiatric treatment. If you are needing assistance, go to therapyden.com or inclusivetherapist.com to find a therapist in your area. Or if you would like to work with me, go to healingwithgroup.com. Welcome back. So today I'm going to be talking about why everyone might benefit from group therapy because one, I am extremely biased, but either way, I still feel like a lot of people, maybe not everyone, but a lot of people can benefit. But first I kind of want to talk about some of the reasons why people avoid going to group therapy first, because I need, I, I feel like these things are very valid reasons to be fearful and 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 doesn't necessarily mean that you still can't benefit from it so because I noticed that there's a lot of individuals who are more focused on like working with someone individually like in an individual therapy kind of setting one-on-one rather than a group and these are some of the reasons that I hear you know, there's this fear of being judged by other people and it can create this sense of anxiety and panic thinking about having to open up to another person because, you know, it makes sense. If you're, most of us aren't raised in an environment where we can truly be ourselves. There's these pieces that we're hiding. And so the idea of like, what, I just have to be open can be really scary because it wasn't safe before. So That's how you protect yourself by keeping things in. And that doesn't necessarily mean that you're not meant for groups. It just might mean that you might have to be slower to open up so you can learn how to trust and learn how to sense that that safety. Um, Another one is, you know, there's some individuals where they believe like they can only do their best work working one on one with someone because it's more intimate and therefore it has to work better versus like a group like. It doesn't feel as intimate if you're one out of six people or one out of 10 people, but one-on-one, you know, all eyes are on you. And while, yeah, there's some truth to that, it's also not completely true that that intimacy makes for better work. It's the sense of safety, whether it's one-on-one or in a group setting, that leads to really good work. But it makes sense. And and that's how a lot of people create more value. And another reason why someone may not want to do group is because they don't trust that other people are going to like get it or get you. And when I say they, I mean you. Um, or that you're going to judge yourself for needing to be in a group. Because let's be honest, mental health is still stigmatized. Mental illness is still stigmatized. Mental trying to focus on your mental wellness is still stigmatized. There's the idea of being quote unquote crazy. And yeah, I like that word, but it's also a very stigmatizing word when it comes to mental health. And that can keep people away. The idea of like, okay, I can see an individual therapist and nobody has to know if that feels a lot different than outing yourself in a group where other people are going to see 
that you're also having these struggles. And that can lead you to judging yourself. That doesn't necessarily mean anybody else is going to be judging you. But that can lead to you feeling judged by you. But that's even a, a better reason to learn how to embrace group therapy because that can help you learn to accept you the way maybe your peers are also accepting you, the way that maybe you're accepting of your peers for being in a group and help them kind of work through their own internalized ableism stuff. So, you know, we're talking about when we're talking about what you can really get out from a group, you can get this moment of relief. So you can take a break from the physical exhaustion of having to fight with your internal thoughts and feelings while keeping the mask that everything is okay on because that does get so tiring having to pretend everything's okay and at least and it tends to lead to more anxiety and that type of exhaustion doesn't lead to quality sleep in fact it usually leads to having a hard time sleeping because of all the racing thoughts of all the things that you're trying to suppress, you know, trying to suppress down, just keep, you know, fighting you. There's this one song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend that's called Thought Thought Bubbles that I really should probably write a blog post on because it's hilarious, but absolutely true, where this one character, Josh Chan, is singing about, like, he doesn't how he is comfortable being alone with his thoughts but then his thoughts keep turning for to all these really dark topics and all these really like distressing concerns of like oh my gosh what if I can't you know what if I stop liking my mom because one day I stopped liking guacamole and I like guacamole and if it works on guacamole it can work on my mom either way it's tiring when you're having to worry about all these things and being in a therapy group can give you that moment of relief. Can I give you that space to just like, <sighs> to breathe. I'm feeling like, take off that metaphorical bra and just like, <laughs> and just relax for a moment where you can just be you. And that is absolutely enough. You don't, aren't responsible for taking care of other people. You aren't responsible for the world. You're just responsible for being present in supporting in a caring way, but also in being supported. It's also going to help you feel more connected when you're feeling so disconnected from people because you're keeping them away or you're managing them because you don't want them to have feelings about you. So it kind of goes back to you're letting down this mask and letting yourself connect with other people on a on a certain struggle. I mean, that's what the thing that's bringing everyone together. Like for instance, right now, the group that I'm going to be running is more than enough. So it's that struggle of embracing your inherent worth outside of like these external, you know, accolades, successes, whatever, outside of how smart you are. So that's the connection. That's the common struggle and feeling, feeling that connection and feeling that acceptance can bring such a wealth of of hope and relief you know and and I know I keep using relief but it really that, that it really is that and when you're stuck in your head this can give you an opportunity to like actually practice how to be more mindful with your emotions and how to be more mindful in your relationships because 
if you're listening to this, if you made it this far, 14 episodes in, um, you're probably an individual who likes to learn. You're probably someone who really enjoys researching. You're probably someone who you're very into knowledge and you probably already know the answers. All the things that I'm telling you probably isn't new. I, I am not that much of a revolutionary individual in terms of like generating these new ideas. Um, you probably heard all of these things before, but that's not the part that you're struggling with. The part that you're struggling with is actually putting it into practice. It's the, you need the experience, you know, the theory, you need the experience. So this makes me think of like the sciences, like chemistry or physics or biology, all classes that I've taken, but have not really like super excelled in because I'm a therapist. This is not what we do. Or that's what a lot of us say. Um, you know, when so like with, I know with chemistry, because my, my spouse is a chemical engineer, so we talk about things like this when we were watching things like the Big Bang Theory. Like with chemistry, you know, there's like rules and theories that you have to follow about how like certain reactions happen and whatnot. And so you may know how to, you may know how it's supposed to look, but it's going to be completely different when you're trying to like apply it to an actual reaction. Like when you have the physical goods right in front of you and you're trying to put it all together, knowing the theory can be helpful, but you actually have to practice it to make it better. So that's the same thing with this. You've probably read the blogs. You probably listened to the podcasts on how to, to feel better with letting down your, you know, these expectations with how to live the life that you're wanting to live because you're so sick and tired of this life that you're wanting to live. But you can't get past like that theory part. You can't get yourself into that, into actually just practicing it. And so group can make it helpful to be supported in moving from theory to practice. So as we wrapped up today's episode, if you're on the fence about signing up for a group, for a therapy group, then this podcast episode, let this podcast episode be like the sign that maybe you should try it out or stick your toe in it. And if you're in California, maybe sticking your toe into my group, the more than enough online therapy group for women of color, because you're going to get that space to connect with others and you're going to get that experience opening up. So then you can feel those those benefits outside a group. And on that note, thank you for listening. And until next time, toodles. If you have enjoyed today's podcast and are ready to take the leap to embrace your emotions and trust yourself so you can start dreaming, go to healingwithgroup.com. Make sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when a new episode drops. You can also follow me on Instagram at Allison Gomez LMFT.